The Cogent Code Podcast, logical and convincing, a deep dive into the standards and rules we live by in today's society. I'm your host, Akil Bechtimba, and my co-host is Sia Parker. Hey, welcome back to the Cogent Code Podcast. Tonight's episode is about holidays. Hell, the holidays are here again, and whether you are used to large family gatherings, hanging out with your group of closest friends, chilling with your significant other, the one for the moment at least, or you're a solo writer, it's going to be a different one this year. Before we talk about the variety of ways, variety of ways that we will be experiencing this holiday season and the impact of COVID-19 will have, let's take a look at how different people celebrate the holidays and what your memories are of yesteryear. Let's get into it, see you just said yesteryear, okay? That is, that's an old-time saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking at holiday up in the Urban Dictionary, it says an opportunity for relatives to come around and say stupid stuff like, why haven't you found a wife yet? My favorite part of, about holidays is how being single is considered a disease. Right. Okay, so let's kind of talk about holidays in general. And, and let's start off, start off with that, like... You're not single, but you were at some point. I'm single. So, yeah, you know, I am very interesting when it comes to bringing a a significant other around at at holiday time. Even though I've been in relationships uh, a lot in my life, I don't really bring people to the fam's house because I don't want a stupid ass question like that to be like, Oh, so how long have you guys been together? Um, are you thinking about getting married? Uh, you know, those kind of things. It's just, yeah. it is team too much. Well, you know, they, they they think, though, that they, you know, most of the time, especially if you had an uncle or you have older cousins or, you know, they want to, you know, put the tester out there. They want to see what his, what his uh, metal looks like and if he's able to, you know, be part of a a long-term situation. So they're rating him for you. And, uh, you know, it may be for your best interest. Listen, if, if I didn't tell you that he's all that in a bag of chips, then you don't need to be asking no inquisitive types of questions. Like, like I'm, I'm sure people that I've dated and been in significant relationships with, I have brought significant relationships around my family. Right, right, Don't get me wrong. But, but I'm sure they're like, dang, she don't ever invite me. I'll bring you a plate, though. I'm not rude. I'll, I'll bring you a plate, but yeah, I'm, with dessert, I'm not going to ask you. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to the fam bam's house. But um, have you ever brought before you were married? Obviously, now you always have a date at holidays. But right. have you ever brought anyone to your family's house? Have you ever been like awkwardly asked you know questions what? by your fam? I, I'm kind of like you. I've, I've been, um, I, I, you know, if, if you if you got to come, then that means it was something pretty significant. So just generally speaking, nah, because, you know, then what happens when you bring somebody else to the next one? And there's a lot of holidays. So, you know, if you don't bring the same one consistently more than one time in a row, then what's that looking like? You just bringing everybody around the family? 
you're not even gonna be, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna like uh you know, have a little bit more discernment on on who gets to come and be invited and be part of the inner circle. So what? I, I really eh, I ain't really you know, that too much. Well, but you know, you I give bad signals, man. You give you give other signals when you you know you give those signals like this is really something maybe sometimes more than it really is if you do those kind of things, especially around the holiday. Well, you know, I um I actually read some relationship expert, I won't name his name, that said, ladies, if somebody brings you home for the holiday to their family's house, it doesn't mean anything, so don't read into it. You agree with that? Very, very good advice. Probably very good advice. I mean, I, if he if he doesn't already have not already expressed to you what you mean and where you are in, in his, uh, you know, in his situation, you know, depending on who you are, you might just be the, the trophy to show off. You might you, you might be in the rotation and don't even know it. Um, <laughs> what if, <laughs> you know what day it is? It might, you know, if it's a Thursday, I don't know. What about uh, have you heard of the concept of holidays? I have heard of that. I've heard of it even for pay. What? Yeah, that's all. Maybe and maybe it was a joke, but I think I seen a couple uh, a couple posts where where Cass was like, "Okay, you know, half an hour. This is what happens in the gold package. This is what happens in the silver package. This is what happens in the platinum package." Like an escort or like, <laughs> a, like, that. like a kinda date? Like kind of like a date. Like one of the one of the the benefits of one of the packages was something like um, uh, we wear matching outfits. No, that's or, I, or, or you know, or I say I love you one time in front of your whole family, or oh my, you goodness. know, I, I help with the dishes and talk to your mom and tell them what I do for a living. Like there's, there's, he's got like a whole bunch of different kind of like, you know, levels to to, and then there's prices attached to it. So I'm sure that's not what you're talking about, but yeah, there's that too. Yeah, I, well, because I don't like to bring people around. I'm sure I'm not the type of person that would participate in a holiday, but for those of you who are listening or are interested um, on Netflix, there is a movie called holiday. Mm. I think it's on Netflix. It might be on Amazon prime. Who knows? I binge watch so much now, but uh, it literally is that concept of bringing home somebody just for the purposes of having somebody there at your family's house on the holidays so that they don't ask you dumb questions like, you know, when are you going to meet somebody? Right, while you're uh, all alone on the holidays. Yeah, but you know what? Like, again, sometimes on holidays, it's cool to be alone because then you can just go home. You've already overeaten, probably. You can just go home. You can unbuckle your pants and not feel embarrassed, you know. Right. You can just, like, get into your jammies, you know, and get into bed and stuff like that. You don't need to be looking cute or worried about none of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's one way to look at it. I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's interesting though. I, I do both, do both parties know they're on a holiday or is it one person saying I need a holiday? Let me go and, you know, invite or, or, uh, you know, bring, bring so-and-so with me to this event. I've never done it, but in, in the movie, the first, uh, experiences, I think one of them brings, uh, someone home, but the gr- the girl th- acts like the guy is really something. Like I guess they're uh, dating, mm. and the guy is like, 
doing all he what he wore the ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, he, you know, ate with the parents. Platinum package. Yeah, but the thing is, is he, um, it's, it's kind of funny. She buys him a Christmas gift, uh-huh. right? And gives it to him. And he doesn't have anything for her because it's they a said they weren't going to get, yeah. Right, and, right. and he was like, what? But she took it way too far. Like she was going all the way, like, like this is for real with her parents. And he was like, you know, like, <laughs> Like, so so she had been probably building this up for a minute then. She had described him. She had done done all the kind of due diligence building them up. Or was it just surprise? I have a I have a boyfriend. It seemed like it was like a new relationship. The parents were filling it out. So okay. but but she was acting extra. Like it was like matching sweaters. It was like extra out, like like they had been together for 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 a while. It's just, but but believe me, guys, nobody wants you and your husband or your boyfriend no. or anyone. You don't need to be watch wearing ma- matching clothes. Well, listen, that, to me, that's a new that's a new thing. That's that's a you know for you to say that uh you know they've been together for a long time. Most people that have been together for a long time would not hell <laughs> put on matching sweaters and and matching gear. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. But, I mean, maybe, doing, maybe very festive people like at an ugly Christmas sweater party. Okay, all right, but we don't have to wear the same one though, right? I I don't know. I'm just I listen. I don't particularly love to watch wear anything that's ugly. So oh, that's dig a, it, dig it, dig it. that's the whole whole thing. So all right, well, the, so before we get off the holiday thing, like, so what happens at the end of the holiday? Do they just do everybody just get dropped off? The Uber comes and and is and that's it. Thanks for the high five. Thanks for the holiday. Or does the holiday I mean, continue? According to you, there's packages, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I would think you'd be like, "Bye, thanks for entertaining yeah. my family and getting them off my back right. and answering those dumb questions." But who knows? Like, I don't know what. I mean, it, that's a good question. So, any of our listeners and a holiday can really um, start into a real date well it, it, i'm not going to spoil the entire movie but all right, all right. but I, I think that you know it could happen i, I yeah. don't know but it, it's a movie right anyways right, right. wait on that on the movie topics do you or your family members or anyone you know watch hallmark for the christmas movies um i have i they're <gasps> really up my uh you have? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. Growing up, you know how old that's that's that is. Those been playing every Christmas since you were born. So I, you know, you might skip by it and see a you know old classic. <laughs> I mean, you, obviously, that's what you do. I have friends though that like look forward to the Christmas movies on Hallmark channel so you know i'm glad there's no shame in your game you just yeah well, to, you know, i i you know yeah i'm pretty eclectic i'm pretty eclectic when it comes to it i mean i i can't just watch you know Medea's christmas and you know uh, i don't watch that or it's chestnut and and uh and and tay did oh, christmas my best friend's wedding yeah, christmas there's or so many, yeah there's so many christmases out there and you know, I mean, I like them all, but yeah, I, I can delve into some of the some of the so-called classics a little bit. All right, Old White Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Eddie Murphy Raw. They are the aficionado on these Hallmark. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I can't. I don't really like 
movies that are that cheesy, but you know, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I'm I'm more into the lifetime movies where it's like drama and like yeah, he gets killed and, or something yeah, like that. The husband. And it's always, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Like Fatal Attraction or some kind of weird, like, twist to it. I'm, like, more into that. Not like everything's perfect. But anyways, it doesn't mean that I would behave that way, though, everybody. Right. Okay, so um, do you have or have you celebrated Kwanzaa, Christmas, or any other cultural celebrations? Um, I think I've celebrated them all, as a matter of fact, including Hanukkah. Uh, I had a, uh, I worked with um for a long time with a guy that that uh, was Jewish and had Hanukkah at his house every year so actually me and my daughter for probably 4 years straight went over there and and uh celebrate that but I've I've done Kwanzaa I've done Christmas obviously um I don't really have a favorite I think they're all you know um attached to some culture and some some being some of it is is uh, attached to commercialism and, you know, and, and, and purchasing power. Other ones are, you know, more cultural, but I, I don't know. I, I've, I've done a little bit, I've tasted a little bit of each of the foods and, and each of the uh, celebrations. What about you? Um, I haven't actually celebrated Kwanzaa. I've celebrated Hanukkah and Christmas, but do you want to explain to the pe- people what Hanukkah is? I mean, no, not what Hanukkah is. We'll get to that, but what Kwanzaa is. Well, um, Kwanzaa started in the 60s. Uh, it was it was a uh, man named Karanga who wanted to create a um, create a, a celebration for African-Americans that kind of latched them to or or um, close and bring, brought them closer to the African uh, culture. And so uh, it's usually observed from December 26th through January 1st. Uh, is based on a mixture of uh, harvest rituals called first fruits, and um, and then seven principles called and I'm I'm hoping I'm not going to mess this up too bad, but Nguzo Saba, and those are the seven principles um, in Swahili language, uh, which are values uh, of African culture that contribute to building and reinforcing the community. Uh, Kwanzaa is also based on seven symbols, which represent values and concept reflective of African culture, as I said. Um, and then they culminate in a feast into an f- African feast at the end called Karumu, Karamu, uh, and that's held on December 31st. Okay, okay, okay. You, now you know. Okay. <laughs> what about Hanukkah? So we should probably explain what Hanukkah is. Do you want to do the honors since you sure. did all the research? All right. So, um, so yeah, Hanukkah takes place on the 25th. Um, it's interesting because uh, when Hanukkah was actually, well, the, the let's just say the Kislev used to be 100% synonymous with December, but whereas the modern calendar is solar and the Jewish calendar, like the old Roman calendar is lunar, uh, Hanukkah's on kind of different days, but it's it's always in December. Um, but it's, a, it's an eight night Jewish holiday, celebrating the Maccabees uh, victory over Greco-Syrian forces and the miracle of oil burning for eight days when there was only enough for one day. And so it's the it's kind of that mystery around, um, you know, kind of almost like when Jesus turns, you know, uh, water into wine and, you know, bread, uh, loaves of bread into fish. And, you know, and, this, and the, here the oil that was only supposed to last one day lasted 
eight days. And so it's, you know, it's, it's has symbols like, um, dreidels and you eat latke and there's a bunch of other stuff like that. So that's Hanukkah for you. Okay. And then Christmas is a celebration of humanity dating back thousands of years. It originated as a pagan celebration of the birth of the sun as it was celebrated on the winter equinox. And after that point, days got longer. When the Catholics Christians took over, they replaced their holiday with their own birth of the sun as in of God to make the transition to Christianity traditions easier. The idea of Santa Claus and his reindeer was created in the 1800s and is loosely based on St. Nicholas who gave random presents to people. The celebration of the birth of the coming of Jesus is also symbolized on Christmas. Right. So now we kind of went over the main holidays that are celebrated in December, although this whole situation is about all holidays. But since we're so close to this holiday, we wanted to kind of bless you with where did you get that from? Oh, it was a mix between um, the Urban Dictionary, as we always use, and uh, History.com, you know, one of my sites. Okay. Too. So, so family, if you're listening to this, because I know a bunch of our family listens to this and, and supports us, um, we're going to reveal some things, but we love you nonetheless. Okay. <laughs> we love you nonetheless. We're gonna uh, keep what are, real general, real, real general. So we'll gotta keep it real, loose, loose, yeah, loose. yeah, yeah. And, and maybe some of these things we just saw on Instagram, or we just see there you just go. somewhere. So don't take it personal. That's right. So what are the? Uh, I guess let's go with what are the best or, or worst family traditions um, that that you have? Like, like does your family get together? Um. Yeah, we since I can remember, obviously up until now this year, um, families always gotten together. Uh, it, when I was growing up, we used to all, um, you know, kick in everybody, all the cousins uh, throughout the bay, and we would, you know, end up at at somebody's house, one of the aunts' house. Sometimes it was at ours, sometimes it was others. Others, um, you know, it was kind of like that. You know, I, I liken it to that scene in. Uh, when I was really young, that scene in um, in Minister Society where he was at the part at, at his at the at his parents' party. For those of you who are Minister Society fans, Sia's looking like she doesn't know what I'm talking about. But what? Come on um, now. But Minister Society, when they were you know chilling and the kids had you know had to go in the other room and you know there was that music and there was that kind of dancing and that vibe and and uh, that was all. That's how your parties were back in the day, man. When we were young. What? When we were young, we had young parents, man. I remember I was, shit, my mom had me young. What? <laughs> and my dad was young too. So yeah, we did have some, some, um, you know, some young folks in the, in their early twenties, 23, 24 years old. So think about what you was doing at 23, 24 years old. And then think about that. I wasn't doing that. I was a brand new mama and I wasn't doing that. But anyways, okay. So it sounds like. You had some I was parties. At 23, 24. Anyway, what so yeah, you, that now, was, that was a, you know, now it's, you know, now I, I have kids and, and, you know, we get together and we, you know, I put on the, the fire in the morning. We get up in the morning. I play Temptations Christmas every single year. Oh, God. And then, 
<laughs> and then I put on my robe and my slippers. And I sit no. there and watch the kids. Uh, yeah. Open. Okay, but your old your daughter, your oldest daughter is pretty old for this, okay? So <laughs> yeah, like no, I make a hey, there's certain traditions I I, I enforce. Okay. Yeah, so she's got to come down. You know, Samara's usually the first one up because she's the youngest. And they got to come down and we got to, you know, got to go through the tradition. And then I let them go about their business and do their thing. What What about um worst stuff going on? Worst family traditions? Is there oh, any man. tradition that was like all bad? It was like, uh, can we stop doing this, police? And it doesn't have to be Christmas. We're centering this yeah, too much yeah. around Christmas, well, but there's know. some holidays that can get a little out of control. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would say Fourth of July is usually the one that's the most out of control. Seems like to me. Uh, you just told me a story, or we read something <laughs> a few minutes ago about someone saying a terrible Fourth of July, uh, where he had a. Uh, uncle or his or his father had flashbacks from Vietnam and you know those kind oh, of yeah, yeah. but I think I think you know it just seems like fourth of July I all holidays really is funny they they can be funny because there's always like a uncle or an aunt or a cousin or somebody that has you know there's an antic associated with it you know I got I got some I got some OG aunts I got some OG uncles and cousins that you know what I'm saying? Might hit that malt liquor a little bit too much. Might have walked around, walked around outside, maybe vodka or, or or gin or you know one of the 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 fan favorites, and then just uh, you know get to talking shit and it, and it and the music is playing and they want to remember you, you know, remind you about when you were 13 and you know you had that high top fade or. You know, or 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 clown an old girlfriend, or what happened to so and so? You know, I, I've been, I've yeah, we got them all. We got them all in my family. Okay, so when when I was little, um, my dad died when I I was twelve. 12 but before he died, he used to make a big deal out of Christmas, mm-hmm. and I think one of the best things that I think I've ever experienced. I'll, I'll I remember it now and. But he decided one year to give me a diamond ring. I must have been 11. Mm. maybe. And but it was a tiny diamond. It wasn't we, we weren't rich back in the day or any of that kind of stuff. Right. So but, but he got me it, at 11. Yeah. You know, I was special. That's why I ask act so spoiled now. But right. anyway, so my dad decided to play a trick on me and wrap it in like a huge box. And then a, a, and then the next box and the next box and the next box. Until like it was in like a little piece of newspaper and it was obviously tiny. I was 11. So that ring was real little. Right. right, right and right. I think it took me like 25 minutes to get through every single thing he had wrapped it in just to get the ring. But that was super cool. Um, but after he died, uh, he died around uh, in November. There was a period of time where I think it just made the holidays made my mom sad. Yeah. So she didn't really. She didn't really like to do too much. And even now she's, she'll have it to get together with, you know, she has grandkids now, Mm -hmm. but, and she'll have the tree and she'll decorate and stuff like this. She makes Christmas cookies. She gets together and makes Christmas cookies with her friends and they make plates and they give to the neighbors. So she's nice and sweet like that. But, Mm -hmm. but um, obviously I've said before, my mom's not from this country. So we don't have always traditional 
uh, holiday food. So we have um, sometimes Caribbean food. So uh, curry, chicken, roti, pepper pot. Mm. Uh, we'll have rice, uh, roti, and and stuff like that. So if I'm spending time with her, it's kind of like that. But I also have family members in the Bay. Right. Um, and we used to all, I mean, it was so fun in my twenties. We used to all get together at my auntie Noli and uncle Bert's house Mm-mm. and just have a really good time. Um, so like there's like 70 of us, right. <laughs> so many of us, there's a lot of us and we would get a lot, you know, get, go over there. There's been so many parties there. Um, there, you know, we would have a lot of, a lot of fun. Now they're, they're not together anymore. So, um, we don't do that anymore. Um, but th- those were really good times. Now I'm going to say the worst thing, um, and, and, and God rest his soul. So I have, a, I had an uncle named uncle Styley. He passed away, uh, recently, but, uh, he had, uh, he used to have an ex-wife. Her name was Audrey and they had professional cameras. Oh. And they used to like to take pictures of you at every holiday. Okay. Like, and they were not like flattering pictures. They would be like, <laughs> they would wait until you got like food in your mouth. Food in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You'd be looking crazy. You might be laughing. Uh, you. I mean, it was. They like, wanted and all the candids. They, they wanted the candids, huh? Yes. Yeah, so on Christmas, what they would do is they would give you an envelope. With all the pictures they had taken. Oh, that's excellent. Throughout the year. And you would be like, oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All the pictures they gave you. Excellent. Yeah. Do you still have any of those? You still have any? I I, I probably do because I just uh, organized my pictures. You know, in COVID, you have so many things you you figure out you can do. But but I or I organized my pictures. I probably have a couple of them in there. But God rest his soul. It made for good talk, and, and the cousins still talk about it to this day, you know. No, and then we had another uncle. I won't name his name, uh, but he also passed on. Uh, he used to give you the most wet kisses on your mouth. It was too much. It was, it was too, so we all used yeah. to be like, oh, no, don't kiss, you know, uncle. Right, da, da, da. right, right. So, but. Anyways, uh, and then I have other my my dad's family, and sometimes we'd go over to that house and and have our, our traditions with that house. So a lot of cool memories on 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 holidays with my family, but different experiences depending on which side of the family I was with. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. I I, would, I do remember one of my uncles, um, and he's not here either. Um, rest in peace to him. Um, but. He used to him and my brother used to go back and forth every year and they would and they would do basically gag gifts. And so, you know, the the idea with 50 million boxes inside the boxes thing, I saw that one. That was a good one. And then they would do stuff like, they, you know, it would be like a can of corn or it'd be like, a, you know, it'd be like, a you know, a eraser from a pencil or something. It'd just be something absolutely useless and absolutely dumb, at least in the sense of you know, a Christmas gift. And so they, they went back and forth like that for a lot of years. And that was hilarious. I, um, I just always loved being, you know, being around watching, watching folks. And, you know, uh, I remember being young and watching that group of cousins, you know, go, go out and, and take a walk and then come back and then they eat up everything oh, no. in the house. And then, well, we I won't even go into that. Cousins. 
And I yeah. became one of those cousins and then I became the leader of one of those cousins and <laughs> those groups. And uh, we, you know, we all, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I love the, you know, we've, we have a pretty talented family too. So there was, you know, there we have, you know, from businessmen to, you know, educators to, uh, you know, and women, um, lawyers to the whole nine. And so, you know, the conversations would just be, you know, be everywhere and off the chain. And we had, you know, we always had some, you know, we have every, every part of the, uh, the spectrum in our family, which is, which has always made it extra, extra fun to be around. And, uh, I, I do, I d- am going to miss some of that this, uh, this holiday, but you know, we'll get back to it next one. Do you, Yeah, go ahead. I, I think people kind of, I, I understand that it's sad and it's the season, but I think people have to remember that, like, as we mentioned, you know, holidays are, are named and on a date and people celebrate on that date because somebody designated that date. That's right. But once we get through this terrible period in our history, there will be plenty of opportunities to make a different date. And I think that one of the things we could learn from going through COVID is that you don't have to get together with people just on those days. You could figure out other times in the year to get together and you can have Christmas in June. Sure can. Sure. You know what I mean? So yep. don't don't feel the pressure to give in to that if you know it could end up with one of your 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 folks not being with you. It's it's all good to postpone postpone until later. And I like the idea just of of no date holidays. You know what I mean? Just like on a on a on a Saturday in the middle of October, right? Like not a no, no, you know, particular. No reason. And, yeah. You know, and I think that those, because let me just say this in the, in the, in the sense of, of uh, long-term relationships or marriages, those are actually better because what happens is, is that you get tied to tradition and you, so you'll end up doing um, a particular holiday with the same family every single time because it becomes tradition after a couple of times. And then you're like, man, I want to go do something else or your other, your significant other wants to go do something else. And you're tied to that, that, uh, that holiday. So it's actually a better idea to, to do those kind of things and not tie them on holidays and then leave the holiday situation for, you know, your spouse. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's a little, uh, wisdom. Yeah, a little yeah. wisdom. It's, it built that credit, build that credit. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Let's go to let's go to work because you know obviously before work. you know the the whole the whole uh, Christmas party thing. I just watched a, a a crazy movie called Christmas Office Party or Office Christmas Party the other day. But there's all you know there's always been uh, you know there's been these things that happen at at work Christmas parties and and holiday parties. Are have you gone to? You know how many holiday parties? Oh God! You you've been with your company for fifteen years. You said three years, but I had been at another company for seven years. There you go. And prior to that, another company and another company. But um, I'm going to be a little bit of. I'm going to be. I have to exercise some discretion with my uh, descriptions of the holiday parties because. Um, because of my role, I normally have to throw them for my offices. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm the one that throws the 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 party, which is a lot of pressure, just so you know. First of all, not booking the place on time, running around trying to find a venue and and then making sure you have 
gifts. And um, I mean, I'm responsible for that, picking the the gift for the year. I, mm. ha, you know, I've done casino nights. I've done decorating. I've had to run back and forth to uh, Michael's and uh, snowflakes. And do you, not, do you not delegate? Do you not get any help with that stuff? I mean, I do, but some are you of just it a one man show? Like, you know, if I don't do no. it, it'll get done right. Well, I got some of that in me, but but my, I do have helpers, of course. Uh, in some of the years, I've had um, admins that yeah. will go and find the venue for me. But a lot of the decisions thing? you make. What was your favorite? Um, Best I like Winter Wonderland because I like the white, Aww. you know, the white background. We've given um, really cool gifts at Christmas parties in the past, and. I'm going to tell a little story about that. (laughs) So at one of the companies, I won't name the company, but one of the companies we used to have donated gifts or we would sell uh, raffle tickets uh, for charity donations. And uh, some of the folks that would work with us would donate things, but they were good things like uh, iPads and TVs and uh, GoPros and all, all kinds of cool things. And you would buy the tickets, give the money to the charity, which we would give, and you'd buy the raffle tickets and then we'd raffle your prize off. But we'd make the rule that you must be present to win. Okay. Well, there was open bars at those parties and people, <laughs> usually they were at hotels and people would go upstairs, they'd drink yep. in, a, yep. gosh knows, they probably kept a room overnight, who knows. But as a boss, right, I'm always running it or responsible for it. So right, right. we're calling tickets, we're pulling them out of the little raffle ball thing and the people aren't present to win. So they're getting pissed because the TV, the 55 inch TV is going right. to someone else because they're not right. present. I've had a situation where one person charged another person at a Christmas party because what? they weren't present. Like physically? Yeah, physically, but they were drunk, right? Because yeah. alcohol and, and not getting your gift don't mix. Was it was it was it uh was it was it Biff and and John or was it I can't say no kind of names, but I just gonna let you know it was a hot mess. And uh that per like a, a person ended up not being at the company anymore for some behavior at Christmas parties. I've had that happen. Mm. Um uh, I mean it could just get team too much. And then I have a, a friend, a couple that used to throw this really cool Christmas party every year with white elephant. Okay. Oh my gosh. And then they oh, would explain, have a explain the white Explain the white elephant thing because I, I, I never really understood the white elephant thing. Okay. So white elephant is a game where everyone who comes to the party brings a gift the and you, you put a value. You put a value. Yes, a random gift. Okay. So you can say, don't buy a gift more than $25, right. right? So everybody brings a gift. And a lot of people are very competitive. I always like to try to bring cool gifts that people will want, right? So you bring a gift, uh, $25. And sometimes I'll... Anyways, there, there's also there, there's also another one called Favorite Things, which I'll get to. But but there's... So you, you buy a gift, you bring it. You don't label it. It's not for anyone in particular. You right. buy it, you put it in a bag and you don't wrap the gift. You can put it in a bag or whatever. You shouldn't you could wrap it if you want. Some people do wrap it. Okay. And then everybody pulls a number. Mm-hmm. And then when you get a number, you go pick a gift out of the, the pool of gifts and you unwrap it in front of everyone else. Okay. So then you some people play the three steel g- game. So basically 
the people, the person after you can either pick your gift that you or just pick got or number. pick from the middle. Oh, pick from the middle. No, every, oh, okay. they get a, everyone gets a, a number. number. And the number is the order of the, of the picker. Of the yes. person picking out of the bag. Okay. So you can get your gift stolen three times before nobody can steal it and it's safe right. and you can keep it. But like, um, it can get really competitive and people get real pissed. And I do, I've done it at work parties a lot of times. I've done every year. I usually have some kind of white element elephant situation. People get really irritated. Some people like to drink. So there's alcohol sets, right? <laughs> right, right? Some people like get really cool gifts. You can clearly see they spent more than $25. Right. Some people are jerks and they'll bring gag gifts. And if you get stuck with it, no one's going to take it from you. So then you're just going to be stuck with it. Right. right. And you only because get you one can't, gift, right? Right. And you can't pick another one unless somebody steals it from, from right. me. Right? right. So at my friend's house, they used to have a gag gift and that would really suck because they, somebody would b- bring a nice gift, but go home with the gag gift. So that's, that's not cool. Right. Not cool, but it can get really fun and lively. If people are drunk, it can get really hilarious i've seen people slip and try to steal and hide their gifts and do something very sneaky Hmm. there's also what's called the favorite things and people bring three of their favorite things three three of their favorite things and then people get to pick but there's three of them so you can get the opportunity to get the favorite thing um and do it like that but it's like a, a twist on the white elephant because there's three of the items got you got you so yeah that's uh that's that's all um pretty complicated so you don't want to play it yeah that's you know the stealing and the and the i gotta pay attention to what everybody got and you know that's that's a lot i I do like the secret santa thing i think um because you get to at least like try and get somebody something that that you know they're going to like as opposed to you know so there's a, a cool new thing called secret santa generator where people can go and online and you can put your people in mm-hmm. and you can get their addresses in and the things they like. And then it generates who you get and you get their whole list of stuff and you can pick th- something off their list. It's online. It's called secret Santa generator, I think. So it's, oh, that's pretty cool. Technology. Yeah. So let me ask you this in the, in the, just the kind of, we're still in the gift giving uh, portion of, of what we're talking about is, is gift giving mandatory? Do you think that it's mandatory? Like, who do you have to get a gift for? Well, I think it, it's really depending on uh, your situation. Like, uh, I, I like gifts, so I give good gifts or I try to give good gifts. I like gifts. So I, I do like, you know, everyone has love languages and stuff like that. I, I guess mine must be getting gifts. gifts because I give good good gifts or I try to give good gifts. But right. I think that you it, it depends. But I do get irritated sometimes because I will give way better gifts than I get. So that's that's one. And then <laughs> I also buy more expensive gifts than I, uh, I normally get back. Mm-hmm. But but that's that's fine. And I had a friend um, who listens to this podcast actually sometimes. And that person told me one year, and I remember I got so mad. That person told me one year that uh, people gift gifts for themselves, not for other people. Really? Yes. What do you so think they, of that? So they give gifts for themselves, not other people. So what's the what, what's the benefit of it except for just so that everybody can see that you gave a good gift? 
Like what? So you can feel so you can feel good about the giving of the gift, not really for them, but for yourself. Yeah, that's interesting. It's still, it sounds like a lose lose situation to me. Well, that's why I got so I got, I think I got annoyed, and, and that person I gave gifts to, and then they they didn't want to open them. So anyways, <laughs> big big mess. But but anyways, I I think the gift giving situation can get a little bit weird. I do think your family decides my mom went from getting a gift from everyone as the family started growing to pulling names. Like yeah. it was like, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, we just need to pull names. Uh, but my mom will still get like her kids. And if the kids have boyfriends or spouses, she'll get them something. Aww. And then, yeah. And then I've had a, a relationship in the past where I brought my, my significant other and then that person had a kid. So then she had to get a gift for that kid. Right. So it's like, you know, it can't get never ending, but I think it depends on how your family wants to do. What about you? Yeah. I, I, you know, I try and I, obviously moms and, um, and in the family, I mean, my kids and wife, but I think that, uh, you know, I, I, there's been times like me and my brother and my brother's family, we've like exchanged, you know, because we have uh, basically the same number of kids and the same number of, you know, so it's like pretty much even exchange, but, you know, and then sometimes you just want, you know, like I, my nephew, I definitely wanted, even if we weren't exchanging, uh, my nephew and my niece would get something just because, um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I never felt like the pressure of the mandatory gift thing, except for, you know, obviously the obvious folks. Um, but I just wonder how far that spreads out. And I, and I, I do get, get the, you know, when you have someone and they have a child, that makes sense. But I'm just wondering how far does that spread out? Do you, do you exchange with your friends? Do you exchange with, with your neighbors? You know, um, do you exchange with your employees? You know, do you, or, and it, maybe it's not even an exchange. Maybe it's just a one way, you know, you do something, you know, do something meaningful or, or thoughtful for those folks. But how far out does that net go? So so I do give a gift to the employees, but it's on behalf of the company every year. Uh, so that's nice. I get to buy them something. Um, I if, if you're my friend and my employee, you might get something extra for me. But like I said, I'm a gift giver. Sure. So like I will buy because here's the thing I, I think. I think that people get in the mail mm-hmm. bills and like just things you don't really want. Right. And right, I feel right. like I like to spread a little bit of like surprise and happiness to people when they get something that they actually like or want versus a bill. Right. So I like that because I think, I mean, especially in this year, right? Like this yeah. year has just been the yeah, worst. Need a little extra pick me up. They don't need to be dealing with cheapo Chester's. That's a steal, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So like today I was in Starbucks and I paid for the guy's coffee, the, the family's coffee behind me. Oh, that's and cool. I just, I just told them, Hey, um, can you just tell them Merry Christmas? And I wanted to see what happened, but I just drove off. It didn't really matter. I didn't do it for just to see what happened, but I wanted to see if the person was going to be like, what, you know, because I've had someone do that for me before in the Starbucks line, mm-hmm. uh, like just randomly a long time ago. And I thought that was so cool. And I ended up paying for the person behind me in that scenario. And then the person paid for the person behind and it went That's all the way down cool. the line. 
Yeah, yeah, and the lady was like, you're like the 20th person who's paid for the person behind them. That's so cool. That's so cool. I think people need that kind of stuff. Um, I have a friend who who posted something today and he was talking about he had uh, he had put at the laundromat. He had put four loads like he had four like washing machines full of full of things. And um, and he went to go get something out of his car and came back and there were quarters on each one of the machines that he had going and the guy, he caught the guy and the guy was just like, I just, you know, are these, are these for yours? And the guy, and, and my friend was like, yeah. And he said, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to pay for your loads. And then, and then just bounced, you mm-hmm. know? So that's, you know, I, I like that, that kind of, um, that kind of kindness. I, I, I know that there's been, um, there's been a couple of years where we've looked to go in and, you know, feed folks during the holidays and, you know, and do a bunch of things like that. And I think that that's all very important, especially how, you know, how blessed we are and, and, and the fact that, you know, we have homes and we have family and we have, you know, just people around us, but getting back to the, to the gift thing. Um, do you regift? Um, I'm, I'm not a big regifter, but I will say this. Like people love, 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 love to give me wine. Okay. Like I have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I probably have 20 bottles of wine in here. No joke. Yeah. Right. I don't drink wine. Really? Yeah. So they're just decoration right now. Well, I mean, I feel like someone will come over at some point that wants a glass of wine. Right. I mean, I'll drink a little Riesling and a little Moscato every now and then. It has to be like I'm out and everybody else is drinking, so maybe I'll just sip on a glass of something. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a wine drinker. I'm not going to come home after a hard day of work and have a glass of wine or any other drink for that matter. Yeah, so it's like sometimes, I swear to you, I want to give some of this wine away because I'm thinking- You should. No no one's going to drink it, so- Hey, I'm not a big regifter, but I feel like I about should. 12, you got about 12 bottles you should go. If you have 22 bottles, keep 10. You got a good 12 gifts sitting in your shelf right now that should go out to somebody who's going to enjoy it this holiday season. Okay, people, don't be mad if you get a bottle of wine from me because uh, you heard it here. He said it's okay to regift the bottles of wine. Yes, definitely regift the bottles of wine. There's a bunch of things I think that's on that kind of list, right? That that might be... Uh, Regiftable gifts. Wine is definitely one of them. Um, let's see what else would be another one. If you had like two of something, like you got two candles. Candles are a good regifter. What else would be a good regifter? Definitely not that. Um, and we're gonna get to the food conversation a little bit, but definitely not that fruit cake. Let's not regift fruit cake. Guys. I don't even want to. Fr- I'm. Ew. That's like the grossest. I don't even know. It's just the grossest food cakes are just for the birds. Um, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what else would be a good Greek gift. Um, I just am not a, like I said, not in general, a regifter. Although there are a lot of gifts I get that I don't like at all. I'm, I'm kind of picky. So if you don't know me and you give me a gift and I don't like it, like literally I feel bad about giving it away, but I don't really, I'm not going to use it and I know yeah. it and I just... I mean, it's better than it's just sitting there or you, you know, it goes in the trash. I mean, it's somebody's, somebody's thought went into that. I would, I would definitely re-gift that kind of stuff. Yeah. Re-gifting is a, is a cool thing. 
Somebody, somebody is, wait, somebody's trash is another person's treasure. Every you know? day, okay. every day. What? What do you, what do you think about self-giving? Like, should you, you know, during these, 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 during the, yeah. Should you like get you, get yourself a gift or should you I just be like, last year? oh, okay. Well then that's a hell of a gift. You know what I mean? I got myself a, a car one year. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like, I don't always like. Like the thing is, is that I, I think you've got to treat yourself kindly, right? I don't, I, if you want something and you've worked hard, you should buy yourself a little something, you know, yeah, something, something. But um, as far as like, I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I don't like every Christmas be like, I'm going to get myself this, you know right, what I mean? Right. But like, and, and somebody just asked me the other day, like, hey, are, am I going to buy myself? anything this year because in, in the past I have bought myself some something yeah you know yeah you know a facial a little something here or there whatever yeah, I'm doing. So a little self-care a little treatment yeah but but um I, I don't have any I, I feel very blessed let me knock on something yeah. I feel very blessed this year to be alive I feel very bre- I blessed this year to have all of the things I have and to in this COVID situation, not to have been completely impacted the way that I, you know, other people have. So I, I feel really, really blessed this year and have done, you know, other things like, uh, and, and I'm going to shout out my friend Jax. Uh, she is going down to Mexico and she picked, I think 180 kids or something like that to give, give the families, um, you know, presents and the kids presents and boxes of food. So I, I bought along with one of my friends, I think we bought 30 boxes of food for for those families. I bought some tents for the homeless and gave them to my other friend to give out in, in, in LA. But I feel like this year I'd rather give to others because I think people need it more. And I feel like I have been really blessed. What about you? I feel that. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with that. I was just wondering, I, I don't know. I have a hard time. Like I even, I have a hard time getting for myself like that. I mean, unless it's like a, some specific um, that I really know that I need, but I, I'm even having a difficult time. Like I've been asked and beat up over the last few days about, you know, what's on my list. Cause everybody else has a list and, and I can't think of anything. And I really am, am kind of more inclined to be uh, in the direction that you're talking about. Like I'm wondering what can be done, you know, what I could do, do for some other folks um, and, and see where, you know, where that happens. But that's, that's kind of just me on a, on a daily. That's, that's that, you know, no holiday, you know, all year round kind of feel. So I, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking about that, but I would say that if I was, I would say if I, whatever my budget is, 10% of that should be a gift for myself. <laughs> if I was going, if I was going to go that route. Yeah, I mean, I, I my next gift to myself is to get out of debt. Any try to get rid of all my debt. Um, for awesome. those of you who don't, don't know, I've I've talked about Dave Ramsey, and I I I really listen to his his principles, and I I've applied some of them and seen great results from it. But but I do think that that in order to be wealthy, that's the next step is to pay off all all the debt except for the house. And then once you you get to the house, pay off your house, right. um, you'll definitely be uh, a millionaire if you do that. So uh, it's it's something, and I talk about it to you offline too, like just about uh, 
trying to make sure that not, I, I pack, pass on a different leg, legacy yep. um, to my kid and then for, to my kids' kids because I think it's super important. I think people of color have to start to uh, make sure that we learn the same things that other people know so that we're, we put our, our, our uh, family and our, uh, our legacy uh, in, in a different way than we leave a legacy in a different way than we've had, we have in the past. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I, and I think that, you know, this next generation, our kids um, luckily is going they're they're, they're on path to um, really brighten up our future and brighten up the future period. Um, But before, so, so getting back to our holiday conversation, you know, a lot of, a lot of holiday is wrapped around holiday tradition, I should say is wrapped around food. Um, do you eat anything? I know you spoke about, you spoke about, you know, sometimes Caribbean, sometimes, you know, traditional, you've had kind of different, different experiences with the type of food that you eat specifically around the holidays. Is there anything mm-hmm. in particular that you, you always eat on the holiday? I don't ever always eat anything on the holiday, but I don't eat pork. So I never have ham. Right. Right. A lot of people eat ham on the holidays, but I never do. Even on Easter, I don't eat ham. Yeah, I don't either. So I, I, um, I do love greens though. That's, mm-hmm. that's my jam, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love G- greens with some smoked turkey in there, a smoked turkey drumstick. You make um, it? You want to make it? Yes, I do. Boy, oh, don't geez. even test me on my cooking skills. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, and and then my uncle Marty taught me how to make good mac and cheese. So mm-hmm. it, when I'm cooking soul food, when I'm not cooking Caribbean food, I'm cooking soul food and I, I will, I can make some good mac and cheese. Right. Um, I love mashed potatoes and gravy and, um, but a lot of times because I don't eat ham, if it's a holiday where everybody else has ham, I have to, I'll bring like a rotisserie chicken with right, me right. or I'll bring salmon or something like that to eat because everybody else, you know, it might be eating something that I won't eat. Um, but that's just, you know, what about you? What, what is your, what, what's your jam? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm with you on the greens. Like I, I love greens. I can eat green and, you know, greens get better like for a week. Right. So, you know, you preserve them, you put them away, right. They, they'll, you know, they'll sit in there every time you warm them up, they got a little more flavor. So I, I'm a, you know, I'm a big greens eater. Um, I don't eat pork either, so I don't. I haven't messed with the ham in a long, long time. But I do like a good roast. I do like good turkey. I do like, you know, I definitely like some good fish. You know, um, I don't eat lamb either. I don't eat lamb either. Yeah, I, I, I mess with some lamb, but I will tell you though that some of my favorite um, holidays have we've had gumbo, gumbo. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness, man! I have, you know, we have a family recipe for gumbo that is. You know that I will put up against anybody's family recipe. Do you do you make it or somebody else makes it? Uh, I've made it. I've made it once or twice. I know one time I made it when we were living in Chicago, and that it was. I had my my uncle Ronnie, who's not here anymore. Um, bless him. Um, but I I was on the phone with Uncle Ronnie, like throughout the whole process, and it was like a you know it's like a four five six hour process. You know, getting the rule right, make sure the season's right, don't let it burn, all this kind of, man. And um and that was some that was some delicious gumbo. But gumbo is is one of my that's one of my favorites of all time. But of course, you know, I mean I 
you know, my wife makes bomb macaroni and cheese. We, man, we do, you know, we do the whole thing and end up gaining, you know, gaining a few uh, pounds every single time. And then, you know, and the bad part about that food is that once you eat it, it's not like, you know, light and, you know, it's not like a salad. So once you eat it, you automatically have to take a nap. Yeah. So I, I, my aunt Noli taught me how to make gumbo. So shout out to her because oh, Noli. yeah, that was, that was a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I know, and I know how to make roux and I was very proud of myself. I think she taught me how to make it when I was like 21. So, so I can, I can, I can get down with the gumbo. Um, but I, um, and some people make red beans and the rice and, and for, for new years and, and those type of things. Good. You know, they, they're it's supposed to be good luck or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the, usually for, for the uh, new year, you should come into the new year. I think eating greens and black eyed peas and black eyed peas. Yeah. Black eyed peas. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. My mom's from the Caribbean. So don't right, right, right. knowing that it was okay. black eyed peas. Um, um, but, uh, um, I don't, what, what was your question? I think I then got lost up in my own conversation. <laughs> you got lost in the gumbo. Let me, I'll switch it. So what about the, what about at the office? Did you guys, did you guys used to have, you know, I've been to the office potlucks and they, yes. you know, and, be, and, and, you know, you have people bringing all kind of, uh, all kind of different dishes and, you know, some of the dishes get toe up. You know, immediately they scraping, scraping the bottom of the container, and some of those dishes stay there. They're untouched. Which- so we always have potlucks at our office. Uh, I have a, a a gang of ladies in there that love to just schedule a potluck for no apparent reason at all, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, uh, we do it on the holidays. Um, I always cook something. It usually gets eaten. Um, but I, uh, I also make, I had uh, an employee that was vegan. So mm. like I would make enchiladas for everybody else. And then I would make vegan enchiladas for her, okay. but she was like, Oh, you know, that's so nice that you would think to make something separate, but I didn't want her to come to the potluck and not be able to eat anything. You know what I mean? Cause, but yeah. Um, and, and I, I, I come from a very diverse office, right? Mm. So I have, you know, F- Filipino people in my office. I have, you know, Hispanic people in my office. I have um, Indian people. I have, you know, all kinds of different races. So right. the potluck is truly an international celebration of all perfect. kinds of whatever, yeah. which is so cool because like people will really get excited to get you to taste something that they like to yeah. eat. Yeah. 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 I'm sure some of that, if you, with, with those, with that mix of, uh, of different ethnicities and, and cultures, um, there's some super spice in there and there's probably some, some, you know, both ends of the spectrum, super spicy and then super bland. Probably. Is there, is there anybody that, that, you know, you, you, you know, they didn't season the food or it didn't taste like, well, I'm sorry, people that are that are that are not brown, but salt and pepper is a must, and and maybe some paprika and some Lowry's and some other seasoning. But some folks don't do that, you know. So you just got to have an emergency. I have sriracha. I have um, I have sriracha at, at the office in my desk. Lowry, some Lowry's. And some other stuff. So they, you know, there ain't no shame in my game. I can all pull, I'll go into my office, bring my little plate, 
do what I need to do if it's under season. But most people in my office, you know what? I've got to give even even folks that you wouldn't expect, they come with it. They're yeah. not they're yeah. not slacking on the seasoning. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what are, are there are there any and we can move on from this, but are there any dishes that you were like, okay, you can't mess this up. So it's always safe to eat this as opposed to, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying uh, so-and-so's mac and cheese, uh, mac and cheese, or I'm not trying so-and-so's potato salad, or I'm not, you know. Well, come on now. We, you can't, you can't now mess we up know. or what? I don't, you can mess up anything if you don't know how to cook, but um but and people put strange things and strange things like you know a lot of people eat green beet casseroles with those French onion stuff on the top. And I'm raisins. not a real fan, and and that crumbly crust thing that I don't yeah. even know what that is yeah, breadcrumbs or something. I'm not into it. Um, and some sour some cream cheese or I don't know what's in the middle of that. Um, you know, That's some people be putting raisins and other things in their potato salad. That's a no. Yeah, always. I don't like that carrot that carrot oh, no. situation either. Uh, I've been fed a, a bed of uh, lettuce with some pistachio something. Uh, fruit cake is a no. Yeah. I mean, I, there is like something that. Uh, if it's, if it's so. jiggly and it has fruit in it and you can see the fruit, but it's jiggly, that doesn't that that's that's no good either. Like, the you know, people try and get 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 creative and they put, you know, orange slices and stuff inside the jello. I'm not I, I don't really like that too much either, unless they're jello shots and they, you know, they have actually have alcohol or something in them. But just that 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 wiggly fruit jello thing on the table really throws me off too and yes you mentioned the fruit cake because we don't we really don't know oh. what's in the fruit cake and why it's nobody heavy wait, and wait, why it lasts for 200 years so i actually watched nailed it i got addicted to watching nailed it have you watched that on Netflix? no no i'm gonna have to check it out nailed so they recreate yeah so they recreate um or it might have been gold rush or sugar rush or something anyway but i like to watch these cooking shows in the middle of the night when i can't sleep right i don't know why i guess it calms me but anyway they recreate like whatever like like a cake that looks like you know a professional made it and they only have like two hours to do it right. and it's a hot mess but either on sugar rush or that they made a fruit cake so they actually showed you what they made inside the fruit cake i think it was on nailed it and I was the inside of the cake was fruit cake, and I was like, you know, like <laughs> but they actually cut up, so they make the cake and they cut up fruit. Yeah, and then because the way that you set the cake in the pan, the fruit all goes to the bottom. But it it, it just it's like was, a, it's like a but it's like a jam at the bottom because especially when it sits so long, it just it's a. You know what's the what's the expiration date on a fruit cake? I I, I, I don't think that, I don't. It depends on who made them. I'm sure <laughs> there there's a lot of things on that shelf that've been there way too long. So I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it is a real thing though, people. Real thing. Watch nailed it, and you will learn about the fruit fruit cake and how to make it. And I, and I, don't do it. And this is one of those things because I'm a pretty open minded person. This is one of those things that that I um I I'm speaking about but have not tried. And I probably will never, ever, ever try it. So 
I'm just going to put that out there. I have never tasted a fruitcake. I'm going to send you one for Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas. I will use it as a, I won't say. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, so coming back to reality, we are um, experiencing um, this holiday season in COVID during COVID-19. And, um, and I'm, you know, it's going to have definitely an impact. Um, are you planning to do anything this, uh, this, are you, you know, are you, is your work having a, a holiday no. party? Is it a, is it a virtual holiday party? Is it, this is the first time. Anything? Well, well, we are doing a virtual holiday party. I don't even remember what day it's on, but this is the first time I have not had to plan a Christmas party in like eight, nine years. And I am it. so excited about it. I cannot even tell you the pressure that has been lifted off of me yeah. this year. Cause I do not have to, plan. And and the thing about my job is, is I have to actually speak at the Christmas party. So it's not like I get just to plan it and sit and enjoy. Oh, I have to give a speech about the year and thanking people for what they've done and all that, which is all great. I'm thankful. Right. Right. You're sincere about it. Right. But honestly, it's like, you know, I got to think about what I wear, what my hair looks like, and then I'm going to have a microphone and I have to plan the party and get there early. And, you know, it is like so much going on. It's a real job. Yeah. You know, they, anyways, I'm just glad I'm just chilling like a villain this year. Chilling like a villain. There it is. There it is. So, so yeah. So I, I mean, same way here. I mean that, you know, I, I never had to, uh, I did, I did MC a, a holiday party one year. Um, that was because no, it was a, it was a company thing. So I, um, I did do that one year and that was an experience, but I've never been in the, you know, the, the planning committee committee and the whole, you know, doing the whole thing. So, so, you know, I don't, I don't envy you with, you know, because when we get back, you know, you're going to be right back on stage. So get ready oh, yeah. and, and, off and, and, and enjoy it, but you're back next. Yeah. Year. Cause I didn't have to do the summer barbecue either. Ooh. I didn't have to do either one this year. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. You guys are going to be doubling, tripling up next year though, to get everybody back in back into it. So, so no work holiday parties, um, you know, friend, friend gatherings, no friends getting together. Uh, some of those things got canceled. As a matter of fact, I have a sweet friend. Her name is Leslie. Her birthday, she, she, she turned 40 and she had a birthday party. That was a surprise birthday uh, wow. the other week. It was right after mine, but I didn't go. I love her to death, but I, you know, I yeah, am just not trying to be. Yeah. yeah. No, really. And, I'll and, be by and myself this year. Yeah. And you're, and I know you're, you're really about like walking your talk. So I can dig that. What about, what about virtually though? I know that during, during Thanksgiving, thanks taking holiday um, that we just had, um, we, uh, our family did a, a bunch of like group FaceTimes and Zoom meetings and that kind of stuff. And I imagine that we're going to probably do a lot of that, um, you know, this holidays during this holiday as well. Are you are you going to be jumping on any Zoom parties or any Zoom events? Well, you know, my mom, I set up a Zoom for Thanksgiving with my mom and my brother right. and his kids. And uh, so I did that. Um, I haven't set up anything. I mean, if I get invited or I need to do it, fine. You know, 
mostly because I have a, a son still that lives here. I try mm-hmm. to at least cook. I, this year, I try to cook everything he liked myself, right, in a smaller scale, which is hard when it's just two people. Sure. Uh, and then I invited one of my friends who I sometimes go hiking with. She's the only person I really have contact with over to have some Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Uh, dinner with uh, or dinner with me because her family doesn't really do the Thanksgiving thing. So, you know, but she lives around the corner. So I might have like one person around me, but Mm. I am not, I'm not having it. So are you going to, are you going to, are you going to cook? You just mentioned cooking. Are you you going to do your your holiday? You cooking them greens? Uh, You know, I love the greens. He doesn't love the greens, but I will probably make a very small bowl of greens. Or not bowl, like a pot of greens. You can't really make it in small. It comes in a big old bag. So right. You can't be really, you know, making something small. But um, yeah, because I feel like it's really healthy and I can eat off, off yeah. of it all week. I'm with that. I'm with that. But we got to wrap this up. We are just loving yeah. this holiday situation. Yeah, we have. We have. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I agree. I think that um, I think it's been a cool conversation uh, and the, you know, uh, made some real poignant points about, you know, what people should be thinking about, what what we think about, and um, and just the kind of the fun of the holidays. I think people can still have fun. I think you should, you know, definitely connect. Don't isolate yourself um, in one way or another. Connect, have a joke, have a drink over the phone. Um, you know, if you don't drink, that's fine. Have a, you know, do whatever you do, but, but enjoy, you know, at least connecting with folks. I think one of the things about the holidays that we didn't really talk about much was the fact that, you know, this is a very sad time for a lot of people. And, uh, yeah. so make sure that you guys, you know, not that I'm trying to preach, but just make sure that you guys get out there and, and, you know, touch, touch somebody, give a phone call to somebody who, who you haven't talked to for a while, you know, get on a zoom, get on a FaceTime and, you know, just, touch base with people, make sure everybody's good. Write a letter, you know, do something that's so like unexpected. I think that that really will, you know, put a smile on somebody's face. Share your Netflix. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Share share what you're binge watching right now. Right, 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 right. right. But uh, be about it. We look forward to seeing you again on the next Cogent Code. Good night. Peace. I see the